Well, hello. Welcome to another episode of Cash Clarity. I'm your host, Abby Nerderman, and I am thrilled that you're joining me today because I'm explaining how to do all your bookkeeping remotely. I chose this topic because now more than ever, business owners need to find ways to take their systems and processes remote and paperless. Even though the COVID-19 pandemic is temporary, I think it's going to change how a lot of business happens permanently. You want a bookkeeping system that's easy to implement and minimizes those in-person touch points. Sales and purchase actions result in a lot of paperwork and it's not always digital. You might be thinking, but Abby, how is it even possible to do bookkeeping remotely? There is so much paperwork involved that I can't see how, to, how it can be done. Or you might feel a little uncomfortable, like it might be possible, but how can it be done without missing something? Or you might even feel like it's a security concern. The reality is you should be able to create a completely virtual process around your bookkeeping. Plus, going virtual intrinsically optimizes your digital money footprint, making bookkeeping easier. About half of my current one-on-one clients started out with a spreadsheet and file folders of paperwork. And every single one of them asked, how is it possible to work with you when your business is a completely online digital business? And once they saw it all come together, each of them got excited about their bookkeeping. Yes, I said excited. My newest client, I don't know if I can exactly say new, we've been working together for a while now, but she said, I feel so responsible and legit by having my bookkeeping all in one place where it is easy to see. And the good news is you don't have to work with me to get that same feeling because I'm going to talk you through how to do it in this episode. So how is remote bookkeeping possible? Well, it's all about the right technology and optimizing the process. Now, first I wanna address any security concerns that may be out there. If you have a bank that has an online banking portal, all your financial information is already out there. Second, if you are using any kind of accounting applications for your bookkeeping, they're all using the highest levels of security, the same types of security that your banks use. So if you feel comfortable with using a bank that has online banking portal, then you should feel comfortable taking your bookkeeping online as well. So I'm gonna discuss in detail the core bookkeeping functions, specifically the data entry and the account reconciliations. Now it is possible to add on to this for other money related functions. For example, payroll, employee expense reporting, bill pay approvals, and so on. So the first step in the digital bookkeeping process is to create the digital sales record. So this could be invoices, it could be sales receipts, and you can do it a number of ways. So the first way you can create a sales record is by just creating a PDF using like um, Microsoft Word or Google Docs, or you can use the main accounting software. All of the robust accounting software packages come with some kind of invoicing feature. Or you can choose to use some kind of third-party sales software, 
preferably one that integrates with account with your accounting software. Now, which method you choose really depends on the nature of your business and how much volume you see per month. So if you're only invoicing a couple times a month, then maybe just creating a simple uh, document in Google Docs or something is the right path for you. If you're maybe doing more like a dozen, then maybe just using the accounting software will keep it simple and easy for you. However, if you are creating lots and lots of invoices, maybe dozens a day, then you definitely want to be looking at some kind of third-party sales software, some kind of um, customer relationship management system that might have invoicing involved, and make sure it all ties together with your accounting software. The second step is to publish that sales record inside of the accounting software. So if you chose to create PDFs with a Microsoft Word or something, then you're gonna have to manually enter that into your accounting software. Now, maybe you're using a spreadsheet, then this would be the time that you enter that data into the spreadsheet. Or if you're using the accounting software or some kind of third party uh, invoicing software, then hopefully that system is going to integrate with your accounting it'll automatically do it or you can go in and do a sync with the two programs. I do want to note as a professional bookkeeper, I do not recommend managing your bookkeeping with a spreadsheet. Now it's fine and it works okay if you are very adept at using a spreadsheet, but not everybody is. And in fact, most people aren't a spreadsheet whiz. The thing with spreadsheets is it's very easy to make mistakes. A lot of times uh, a formula can get messed up, a typo can be made, and that error may be easy to overlook, which is why I tend to recommend a robust accounting software package like QuickBooks Online or Xero. Xero spelled with an X. Now, step number three is to collect money with merchant services. Now, I wanted to focus on the digital methods of collecting money. Of course, you can still collect money either by a check or with cash, but if you wanna truly go paperless, then you need to consider collecting credit cards, PayPal, electronic transfers between bank accounts, this will truly get you into the digital world and it, it's really going to build a reliable money footprint for you. The ways that you can do this is, it one can be offered by, a, by your accounting software. So I know QuickBooks Online has their own merchant service features. So if you're doing invoicing in that software, then you can also use their merchant services to collect money. Banks often offer merchant services, so you could go to um, the bank that you already bank with and find out what kind of merchant service programs they have. Or um, there may be a, a third-party solution like Square or Stripe, PayPal, things like that. So steps one, two, and three were to create the digital sales record, publish that to your accounting software, and three, to collect the money using a merchant service. Then step four is getting into more of the purchase side of things. So you want to digitize any kind of transaction record that you get. So any kind of purchase receipt 
or bill that you receive from a vendor, um, making sure that gets digitized. And the equipment you'll need is you'll need some kind of scanner or you'll need a device that maybe takes really good pictures. I know uh, smartphones these days take excellent pictures and a lot of times come out very clearly and you can use that in lieu of a scanner. Then you're going to want to have some kind of cloud storage or maybe just space on your hard drive. You don't want to have a place to keep that. And then you also want to think about backups. So if you are using some kind of cloud storage system, you might consider having it in two places. I myself, for my own bookkeeping, have all my financial records in three places. And I'll talk more about that here in the following steps. And then if, you, if you're storing stuff on a hard drive, then you want to have some kind of um, routine backup on, on your system to make sure that you don't lose that data. Then if you just have just tons and tons of paperwork sitting in a box or a trash bag of some sort, then you might want to consider using a scanning service to get the bulk of that first time paperwork into a digital form. A lot of times they're very affordable. You can take a whole bunch of stuff to them. They'll, they'll scan everything. They'll, they'll pay attention to whether or not you have um, multi-page documents in there, such as statements, and then they'll put it all on a CD for you. And they'll give you back your papers if you want, or you can have them dispose of those for you. Just a note before we move on to the next step, the IRS here in the United States does accept digital records for audit purposes. The verbiage that they use in their documentation is that as long as your documents are reliably retrievable, then it's a-okay to have it in a digital format. Then step five is optional, and that would be to submit all your digital records to a document management software. Where this becomes really important is if you're working with someone else or collaborating with someone on your bookkeeping. So if it's you doing the bookkeeping, you might decide that you can just skip this step. However, if you're working with an outsourced book bookkeeping service like my business, or maybe you have someone on your team that's going to be helping you remotely, then you're gonna need some kind of system or technology in place to be able to share documents so that person that's doing your bookkeeping can review the receipts and the documents in a safe, secure place. And the reason why I recommend some kind of document management software is because usually those software systems integrate nicely with the accounting software, and it's really easy to just hit a button and sync those documents to the accounting software and make sure it all gets published there so there's not an extra step. It's just you uploading a receipt to the document management system, pressing publish, and then voila, it ends up in your accounting software. So there's not any double work happening there. And examples of document, manage document management software include Receipt Bank, HubDoc, and Auto Entry, and I know there's others out there, but those are the big three that I can think of right off the top of my head. Once you've gotten through step five, then the next step is to publish the purchase record to the accounting software. Decided to go ahead and use the document management software, then you just publish that record to the accounting software from the document management software. I feel like I've said software like a dozen times in the last minute. Anyway, if you're choosing not to use that document management software, then this is a time where you want to go into your accounting software and make sure you enter that data into the accounting. So earlier when I mentioned that I have three places where I save all of my documents, 
first I have it saved in my Google Drive. And then second, I have it saved in my document management software. And then third, all those documents are attached to the item that they correspond to inside of the accounting software. So I have three places. So I know if one of those goes down for whatever reason, I still have access to those documents and could procure those if I ever get into some kind of audit or legal situation. So that leads us into step number seven, and that would be to manage the accounting software bank connection. Now, if you're using an accounting software like QuickBooks Online or Xero, and that's Xero with an X, they give you the ability to connect to your online bank. What it will do is it's going to read the transactions as they post to the bank. So this could either be a checking account, savings account, or credit card, and it's going to pull in that information, the date that the transaction cleared, the vendor information that it sees on the transaction, the amount, and it's going to list those in a dashboard type area inside of the accounting software. Now, if you follow the steps in order that I already presented, then you are entering your sales records and you're entering your purchase records. Then what you have to do is go into that bank connection portal or dashboard, so to speak, and make sure that the things that you've entered are, are matching up with what the uh, accounting software is pulling in and reading from the bank. And all you got to do is hit match and it, it'll clear and it, you should be left with um, things that you need to go find that still need to be entered. And then the final step is to reconcile your accounts using the accounting software. Now, I mentioned QuickBooks Online and Zero. And those are the two softwares that I highly recommend. There are others out there, but the reason why I stick to those is I know that they do double entry bookkeeping. I know that they do accrual basis accounting and they integrate with almost all other apps, any kind of bill pay apps, invoicing apps, payroll software, you name it. And they, those two software systems in particular have really nice reconciliation tools. So what I mean by reconcile, your account is balancing your account just like as if you were balancing a checkbook. So you enter the beginning balance for the time period and then you enter the ending balance and then you compare what you recorded in the accounting software to what is on your bank statement. And then you check everything off and it'll show if anything's outstanding and then you'll hit submit and then you'll have a nice report of everything that is included on the bank statement, anything that hasn't cleared the bank yet or anything that might still be outstanding. It'll be all listed in a nice report and, and you'll have a record of that reconciliation. So that way, if you're in doing bookkeeping and you inadvertently make a change, you can go back and figure out exactly what needs to be in there and that you mistakenly changed or got rid of. Now that was eight steps coming at you fast and furious. So I'm just going to recap those again real quick here at the end. Step one is to create a digital sales record. Step two is to publish that sales record in the accounting software. Step three is to collect the money from your customers with a merchant service. Step four is to digitize any transaction records you have like receipts or bills. Then step five is optional and that is to submit your digital records to a document management software. Step six, publish purchase records to the accounting software. Step seven, 
manage your accounting software bank connection. And then lastly, step eight, reconcile your accounts using the accounting software. So like I mentioned earlier, if you have other specific needs like payroll, consider technology that integrates with the main accounting software. It is all possible to do virtually. Now, if you're setting up your bookkeeping for the first time, or maybe you're in the process of creating a virtual bookkeeping workflow, then go to goldenratiobookkeeping.com forward slash 025 to download my free bookkeeping technology checklist. And it's going to go over all of that technology that I spoke about in today's podcast episode. If you don't grab that download, then it might take you a little bit longer to gather all the pieces you need for your business, which could mean some unnecessary work and heartache or even money on the wrong things. But instead, by grabbing that checklist, it's going to help you gain clarity around your bookkeeping process and the tools that you need to be successful at going virtual. I hope that now that we're at the end of the episode, you don't feel like remote or virtual bookkeeping is impossible and instead feel excited about optimizing your technology. I hope that you come back for the next episode because I am sharing my current morning routine. I know I always get really curious when other people talk about theirs and I've gone through many iterations of my morning routine and I just want to tell you about what's working for me right now to maximize my energy and productivity. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe to the show where you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to be featured in a listener shout out in a future Cash Clarity episode, please leave a review on iTunes. Until next time.